Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to yet another edition of the Thought Police. And this one is particularly special, Matt Kelly, yes. uh, because it's the last Thought Police before we leave the European Union. It is. Because the next one will be yeah. next week yeah. when we've left. I know. How amazing is that? It is amazing. Isn't it, uh, just? Isn't it, Joe? Isn't it, it is amazing, genuinely... though, that actually it's not that big of a deal now? What is extraordinary to me is how it's just become... It's just got down to, you know, a little fizzle, hasn't yeah. it? You know, no-one... No one cares. I mean, the withdrawal bill went through Parliament the other day. Mm. No one even noticed. No. No. In fact, it got even less coverage yeah. when it was finally passed into law than it did when it went to the House of Lords. Yeah. Because at least when it went to the House of Lords, it made the bottom of page 50 in <laughs> yeah. the Times. I don't think it even made the paper. It is astonishing. Yeah. And, you know, the big... I mean, the, the amount of time... They're ringing the bell, are they? I can't remember. No, I no. don't think so. But no. they will have some form of Big Ben... Um, an Ertzatz, Big Ben. Could they sort of like bang Mark Francois's head against <laughs> eleven times? Well, that wouldn't be very nice. I mean, I don't wish to be wishing you violence on on anyone. But well, the party is going to kick off at nine p.m. Apparently, it's been promised that the party uh, in Downing Street. No, the party in Parliament Square. Oh, really? Which is, I'm slightly concerned about this, right? Because I may or may not be there. Yeah. Um, but it's a kind of all comers do, right? Do you think some nutters might show? Well, I don't know about that, but there's going to be an awful lot of people, I yeah. would think. Because yeah. if there aren't a lot of people, it would be a bit embarrassing. I think there will be quite a lot of people for which they will need quite a lot of security, you won't they? I thought so, yeah. Because, I mean, I've seen various things down there over the past year when I've been going backwards and forwards down to, down to Westminster quite a lot. And I've seen, you know, the Tommy Robinson Brigade. I've yeah. seen the kind of vote leave people. I've seen the Remainers having a, a march, you yeah. know. It, it needs a lot of cops and stuff it like does. that, you know, just well, sure just because it's a public order. And also because it's at nine o'clock at night yeah. on a Friday. I think the one thing the Met, well, not the one thing, but one of the things the Met Police have got very, very good at is, is crowd control yes. of late. I'm oh, sure they have. Yeah. They have. But what I'm saying is, is that what if suddenly like a million people show up? Yeah. Which Do you is think not, they will? Well, I don't know. I don't think anyone's... I don't know. I don't. I, I hope it pisses down with rain, to be quite honest. Yeah, but you see, that's typical of the sort of Ramona <laughs> remark that you would make. I mean, if it's raining, yeah. I'm not going. It's oh, as simple as that. Such is your commitment. Well, I, I mean, listen, I didn't vote for Brexit. Yeah. You know that. You know, I did not no, vote you've because I'm pure. you've been trading as a, as a no, pro-democracy. I've always, no, I've, I, well, blah, I'm pro-democracy. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah. I know that doesn't sit but well with you But by implication, you're saying everybody else is... Oh, do you well, know what, Mike? Let's let's not go down that no. pro democracy. The, the pro democracy stuff. No, the point is, no, everybody knows that I didn't vote yeah. for it, right? Yeah. However, 
So I'm not in, I'm not in any way Are you a fanatic. Happy it's happening though. I am happy it's happening. Yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you why. Um, I had a conversation last week with um, Alex Phillips, and uh, this week I had a conversation uh, with Belinda De Lucy, who's another MEP from the Brexit Party. And I think we now know an awful lot more, thanks to them, yeah. of what the EU is actually like. You know, I'm not anti-Europe, never mm-hmm. have been. Mm-hmm. Very keen on lots of the things that happen in Europe. Lots of holidays will be had there. Yeah. Um, lots of people will be travelling there. Um, and I've got a lot of European friends. But what happens inside that Parliament building is yeah. quite extraordinary. It I've, really see, is. I've never been pro the bureaucracy no. and the way the EU operates. No, but it's but, getting worse, though. Yeah. I, I can, mean, do you remember believe that. just last week... They went round and took everybody's flags away and said, no, you can't have any... Um... Did they? And I, mean, I know that, you know, some people would say, well, that doesn't really matter. What's the problem with, mm. with having your, you know, taking taking a flag away? This is meant to be an organisation which which revels mm. in the fact that it's a, it's got 27 member states. It's like a big federation. And it's a and it's a big, happy family. Yeah. But, oh, no, you can't wave your own flag. Yeah. They, they marched into Nigel Farage's office and took his Union Jack. They've got... The, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Mate, continental Europeans have got a totally different view of it than we yeah. have. And that, that, I mean, that came through loud and clear over the last three and a half years is... And I'm saying this in a positive way, that Britain has a very clear sense of itself. Yes. You know, whether you, whether you were arguing that we should be part of the EU or not... Right. One good thing you can say is that everyone's very clear that we mean something. Mm. It's just not we're not quite sure what. Yeah. And we're going to find out. Yes. Well, I think so. Yeah. But I think what what somebody once said um, is that, you know, if you're a country that's been conquered or you're a country that's had um, a dictator running it for a while, like Spain or somewhere like that, you might be quite happy to have the European Union there as a kind of a fallback or a failsafe or something like that. But Britain's not one of those countries. No, and not it's, since 1066. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, the Normans came, mm. apparently, and conquered us. Do you um, know Kent, by the way, was never conquered? Kent? Kent. Uh, he, really? He, he, well, he turned left. Are you sure? He just never... Yeah, because... I'm and, sure there's a couple of Norman castles there. Well, it may be later, but their their county motto is Invicta, meaning mm. unvanquished. Right. And it's because William the Conqueror never... Well, he landed in, in, as I said to you before, a place called Norman's Bay, which was quite That's handy right. considering he was Amazing Norman. Amazing coincidence. Incredible, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he marched up straight into battle, right, yeah. which also incredible. was an incredible coincidence, yeah. right, to be met by these ragtag bunch of idiots from the north yeah. of England, right, who had come down after just fighting people in Stamford Bridge, yeah. the Vikings, I think, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it was all to play for, yeah. but they were all knackered, right? <laughs> so the Normans literally just cut a sway through them. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the reenactments now about eight times yeah. ever since I've lived down there, you know. Um, and supposedly the battleground itself is, is where they have this reenactment every year. Right. Um, and then I presume from there they just move straight on north. Yeah. But technically speaking, if you go north from, from battle... You end up in Kent. You go up the A21. Yeah. Now, that may not have been there the then. Are you sure? No. Well, even so, um, <laughs> <laughs> they would have... Um, they would have hit Kent because because well, you kind of you hit the Garden to, of England. But maybe they went through to London or something like that. But what about the Sank ports and all that? Aren't they all named that way because yeah. of the Normans? Yeah. It's all in French. Uh, Isn't that the no, case? Henry VIII did the Sank ports. Did he? Much later. But yeah. why are they called the Sank ports? Well, because I think they there was five of them and they were facing France. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's a good see. Question. Yeah, I don't believe this line about Kent. I think they I'm might. T- r- they r- might be spinning that line, but I don't believe well, it's true. I I'm going to Google it as we speak. Well, while it's, you it's do that, clearly I'll, important. I'll give you an opportunity to have a look at my tree because oh, your Christmas um, tree. How's it going? Because now that I've won the argument about the uh, the worms, right? Yeah. And with the jury's still out when you think about the actual. Um, the jury's still out when you think about the. Um, 
Yeah. The the giant seahorses at the bottom the of the Mariana Trench. Yeah. yeah. So here's a picture of the tree, because this might encourage you to think that you're winning this argument, have you right? I have, <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have tweeted it out already, but I'll tweet it out again. Well, yeah. But you can see... It doesn't the, look like it's in the best of... Yeah, but no, but you see, health. all that's happening there is that the brown colour yeah. is caused not by death. <laughs> right? It's caused by a regeneration process, is what I'm telling is you. Is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still getting people sending me pictures of trees <laughs> that they've replanted that have regrown. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, but they're the ones with roots. No, well, I don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. Well, uh, anyway, so the, 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 surely if it was dead, yes. all the pines would be falling off it, wouldn't they? Well, they're about to, aren't they? They're you think? brown, yeah. Well... Do you think that looks good? I don't... I'm not encouraged by it, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but I'm not giving up yet. Right. Not, but I am willing to um, to concede. If I'm wrong, I will admit it. Right. And I will say that you're absolutely right, that you should, you should, I should never have had any held out any hope whatsoever you definitely should for the be. tree yeah. actually growing. You know what I mean? I can't find anything about... Of course you can't, because it's not true. Where'd well, you find, who told you this? Well, I read it somewhere. You see, this weekend. you can't go around just saying, I've read it somewhere. That's what you said to me about the worms, and it turned out I actually had read it somewhere. All right, I've just... Go- hang you on, know. wait. Invicta, Kent, motto, why? Right. Well, here we go. Okay, go on. Here we go. In the 11th century, the people of Kent adopted the motto Invicta, right. meaning undefeated or unconquered. That was before the Normans arrived. This then. naming followed <laughs> the invasion of Britain by William of Normandy okay. as he was unable to subdue the county, and they negotiated favourable terms. Oh, so he so it wasn't that he didn't invade Kent. He, it was just well, that, he couldn't he couldn't subdue them because I'm pretty sure they remained unsubdued. Unsubdued. Well, I mean, I funnily enough used to know a guy that had a house in Sandwich. Yes. Right? Um, in One fact, it was Al- in fact it was Alan Hall. Yeah, um, yeah. You know who now lives in America and yeah. in uh, Germany rather, um, and he had this amazing sort of it was one of these old Luttians designed. Oh yeah. Um, is that how you pronounce his name, by the Lutians, way? Luttians, yeah. Ah, thank you for that. Did you think I've it was always, Lutians? I thought it was Lutians or something Lutians. Like that. Well, Great. I mean, Lutians is how I've always said it. Yeah, OK. Um, but it was right on the on the channel, yeah. and it was like a private estate. Yes. You had to drive through this gate, and it was a big old sort of mansion block, Yeah. but given up into flats. Yeah. And, in fact, he married my sister, and they had the wedding reception in the, in the back garden. Yeah. It was just this big, beautiful lawn. Uh, huge square thing that you could put... Um, beautiful. And it was right across from... Uh, and in fact, Margaret Thatcher had stayed in that particular street. Really? When they'd had some kind of summit in France and they'd helicoptered over yeah. every day and helicoptered back because she couldn't bear to be in France. You know, she just wanted to visit and do the business and then come back. But, you know, I'm pretty sure that when I was... I used to go down there quite a bit yeah. when, they lived in, when, when they lived in America because it was un- unoccupied and we used to go down there for the weekend. And I'm pretty sure there were a couple of Norman churches yes. and I'm certainly sure some are, Norman yeah. castles, yeah. you know, because, in fact... Um, Mott and Bailey. Were they Norman or were they before? Well, there's Sandwich and then there was St. Port's, then there was... Can you ma- Right, can you name all five Sink Ports, which is apparently how you say it. Oh, right. really? Sink I'm Ports? Tell you, yeah. Can okay. you name all five? Well, Sandwich is definitely one. Sandwich. Um, I was under the impression that um, Deal was one. No. Deal's not one? No. Dover. Dover? Hastings, Sandwich, Dover, Romney and really? Hythe. Yeah. Now, see, be- I didn't know Hastings, and I lived near Hastings. I didn't know Hastings was one of the Sink Ports. They became known as the Sink Ports from the French word five, but right. always pronounced Sink, not Sank. Well, that would be because of the Kent people not being... Um, not being able to read French. Is that why they also call them the Men of Kent? So they've got well, their own... Kentish men and Men of Kent. Right. You've got well, to be careful, how you say. You have to be very careful. But, I mean, is, <laughs> have they got some kind of, you know... There's a river, isn't it? Inferiority complex. Isn't, one si- isn't it one side of a river? Well, 
Hastings, for example, is in Sussex, right? Right. Now, if you drive from... Is it? Yeah. Oh. Hastings is in Sussex. If you, so that's why I thought all the St. Ports were in Kent. Right. Because Dover's in Kent, right? Yeah. Um, the first place you come to if you drive sort of along the coast, if you like, from Hastings is Rye. Yes. Which is also, um, I think, in Sussex. Right. And then it sort of becomes Kent straight away. Yeah. And then you get Dover. Yeah, and um, then Deal. Or Deal, then Dover, one or the other. I think Deal is north of Dover, then yeah. Sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Romney, I think, is also... I've um, never really understood Well, there's Romney, Romney Marshes. Ah. I've, I've sort of driven around there a lot, right. but a lot of it was sort of, you know, <laughs> well, I wasn't really paying attention. Because we used to... I mean, we'd go to Ashford sometimes to catch the... Before we had the dock... The Eurostar thing. We'd catch the Eurostar and go over yeah. with, with the car, yeah. which is actually great. Yeah. Um, if you live quite close to Ashford, yeah. not so great if you have to drive all the way from London. Or from Glasgow. Uh, or from Glasgow, yeah. yeah. But I think the thing about it, I don't know if you've ever been on it, is it goes really slowly. Yes. Right? You park the car. It's a brilliant You're not allowed out of the, no. the, the thing. And it goes at like 20 miles it's an like hour. A if they went train. at 60 miles an hour, you'd get there much quicker. Yeah, but some of the cars might fall off, I guess. It's well, surely they, they, could, they could attach them to something, couldn't they? You would have thought so. Because you know when you get on a ferry? Yeah. And they kind of tie the wheels up. That's right. Don't they? Yes, in yeah. order to stop them from, from sliding about. Yeah. Um, why couldn't they do that on the Eurostar? I've got no idea. And then it and could go and quicker. And they're not even being buffeted by waves. And I'll tell you what I did see at the weekend, and this is, I don't know if it's, I guess it's an artist's impression, but somebody has invented a sort of flying train, right? Right. Um, and it was... <laughs> Are you sure they've invented it or they've just drawn it? Well... You might say they've drawn it, okay. <laughs> but it looks pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I'll show it to you after, right? Yeah. Um, it was actually Alex Phillips that tweeted it out. Right. And it's basically, you get on this thing that's like a train, but it then transmogrifies into a plane, but it's still Crap. attached to the rail. Oh. So by, you know how trams work? <laughs> yeah, well, by a sort of like cable. Yeah, by going like down. A, going down, yeah. So it's like a so tram why does in, it bother flying? in reverse. Why? Well, because it doesn't take up any room on the ground, I presume. But it's got a cable. Yeah, but it's tiny. It's like it's, it's like yeah. it's, it's literally it like still slice through you like a cheese cutter. Well, it would if you were standing in the way of it, <laughs> but you wouldn't stand in the way of it, would you? But well, then your train might as well be there. No, I don't think so because it's a lot thinner. That would be than a, a train. That would be a horrible accident, that wouldn't it? If you saw like got like so yeah, what's, yeah, especially if you, in half. because it's so thin, you didn't yeah. see it. Just, Imagine that. Just done like a piece. I mean, because at least you can normally you can normally see, you can normally see a train coming. You just peel. But these, off. I mean, these are the kind of innovations that I want to see. You know, yes. in modern Europe and modern Britain, flying I want trains. To, flying trains. <laughs> well, just different ways Cadillac of getting around. Yeah. Well, different ways of getting around. I mean, imagine if you are looking out this window that we're currently yeah. looking out of in about 20, 30 years time. Do you think there'll be things flying? There'll be things flying around, won't there? Well, yeah. Like drones and, and like you those, know what do they call them in Star Wars? flying flying taxis? Well, I'm thinking more of the Fifth Element. You know that one Bruce Willis is in. Oh yeah, where they're all—they're just literally kind of cars going yeah. flying. Yeah, bit like that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's the difference between a flying car and a plane? Well, um, I guess a plane has wings. Well, wouldn't a flying car need wings? Not necessarily. Because I think most of the flying cars that they've, they've shown us yeah. up to now yeah. have been more like helicopters, like mini helicopters. Right. Right. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just like the 
flying cars that they've shown us. Well, you mean people have drawn things on a bit of paper? And no, gone, look, it's a no, flying car. No, they've got they've it's got, not, it's they've got prototypes. Stuff. No, they've yeah. got prototypes. They put one yeah. up in Dubai a little while ago, Did they? and it's got all these little mini rotor blades. What, on it. like a big drone? It's like a big yes, drone, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. effectively what it's going to be like. Okay. So right. I think a flying car is going to be more like that, like a massive drone, like a huge drone, but not that huge because it's mostly going to have like two seats in it and probably nobody driving it. That'd be quite good though, wouldn't it? Well, it, apparently um, you would be able to get around a lot quicker. What about the noise pollution though? Everything would go. Bzzz. Well, I don't know because presumably they're all going to be electric, right? Yeah. So if they've the got a motor, are still going to make the same noise. I don't know if, an, if a helicopter was electric, would it make any noise? Of course it would. The noise is the engine. It's the bloody rotor blades. No, it's the engine. It's not. Are you joking? I'm serious. Really? 100. percent Okay. Well, the noise is the rotor blades. Well, going how come it? an electric car doesn't make any noise? Because it doesn't have any rotor blades. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it would be a flying <laughs> car. <laughs> but hang on, a glider doesn't make any noise, does it? No. Whereas a pl- but a plane again, does. A glider doesn't have any no, rotor blades. No, but a plane doesn't have any rotor blades. It makes a fuck of a lot of noise. Yeah, but it's got two jet engines. Exactly. Yeah. So without well, yeah, the engine, I'm not saying the engine doesn't make any noise. You, if you watch a helicopter yeah. sitting before it's taking off, right, yeah. and you see the smoke coming out the back of it, yeah, because that's where the exhaust is, yeah, near the back. I end know of well, the... our bloody yeah, all right, why the, why okay. The, why the smoke? Coming yeah, out well, there. that thing's making noise because it's an they engine. Call it, yes, it's making some noise. So if you took that noise away, it would be making a lot less. You wouldn't notice if you took the engine noise out. Are you sure? Apart the fact that the rotors wouldn't be turning around well they would if it was electric not if you didn't have an engine but anyway it's it's yeah the nobody would though the noise but, no, but you're telling me you can't have an electric helicopter i'm not telling you anything i'm sure you can if you draw it on a piece of paper <laughs> and, and wave it around as i'm like, gonna i'm gonna show you this thing now because i'm fed up with you being doubting such a doubting thomas no <laughs> you just don't ever believe anything i tell you all right now yeah this is amazing right are you going to show me this Artist's impression. I'm going to show you this incredible thing. Yeah. Right. Excuse the dead silence. Right, let's see. See, look. Look at that. That looks real to me. Wow. That looks... Well, yes, I know it looks real to you, Mike. I mean, it's a computer... Look, this is how it works, right? So you get on the train carriage. Yeah. And then it becomes a plane. That's right. See, look at that. Yeah. But and there's nobody's like going to cut in half of the cheese exactly cutter. It exactly like a plane, but with a cable. <laughs> so what would be I, the let point? Let me tell you this for a fact. So what's the point I of it? I wouldn't get on one. Wouldn't you? No. What's the point of it then? Do you know the thing that excites me is the uh, Elon Musk's idea with the big, big uh, tunnels? Well, no, I don't fancy that. Because of the earthquake potential. Well, one, there's the earthquake potential. Two, what about the potential for there to be a crash of some description? Yeah, it wouldn't be nice because you're going about 600 miles an hour, aren't you? Yeah, well, so imagine cleaning that up. It basically... Well, you wouldn't hey? have to. I mean, you'd just be <laughs> super, Well, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Yeah. And you'd be stuck in an underground tunnel yeah. for hours on end. Yes. Right? That and there's no way out. No. Oh, so, my God. I don't fancy the idea That'd of that at all. That'd be a great film, wouldn't it? It would. Well, like a... Did they not make... Was the original... You know, The Bridge, which yeah. is that really great Scandinavian, sort of Swedish-Danish production. The uh, TV series, yes. the box yeah, yeah, fantastic. Because yeah. I think I've asked you this before, but, you know, I've, one of my life's ambitions is to go on that bridge that becomes a tunnel, because I just think it's amazing. Yeah. But I think they made a British version of it, and they called it The Tunnel. Right. Because the original show, the first episode, they find a body... Yeah. on the bridge and the bridge right. basically is uh, divided up in the middle because Between... on one side it's Sweden the other side it's Denmark that's right and I think it goes from Malmo to somewhere in Denmark which is not Copenhagen yeah. I don't know any yeah. other place um, anyway but the, <laughs> they find this body cut in half right yeah they then discover was it cut in half yeah 
But they then discovered that it's not one body. It's two halves of two bodies. Is this the bridge or the British This is the bridge. Version? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the British version. Right. I assume they do the same thing, okay. except it happens in a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Wow. You know, but it's a fascinating... Um, Scenario that yes it is because um, I've never it's a seen series I love the fella in that yeah the, the detective the big bumbling guy yeah he's great yeah, yeah. also I love the girl um, yeah. with the green Porsche yes and the leather trousers yeah I mean that's got to be something worth thinking about Very anyway um, but I've always wanted to drive on that bridge because it goes because it becomes a tunnel I've, right. it just seems to me to be extraordinary but couldn't you imagine because you've driven on a bridge before haven't you oh yeah and you've driven through a tunnel yes. So can you imagine what that might be like without having to go all the way to Denmark? Well, I mean, I'd also quite like to go to Denmark and Sweden, where I've yeah. never been. Yeah. I mean, you probably Sweden's have. Sweden's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I've, been to, I've been to both, but have I've you? spent more time in Sweden. It's yeah, I see, I've never been up to that part of the world at all. Beautiful. Um, Do you see uh, Volvo are going to stop sending cars to us after Brexit? Why? Because they said it's not worth the hassle sort of doing two versions of the regulations. You two know, versions? You know, they'll have to do two versions. Why? One to comply with... UK's regulations, whatever they turn Well, they don't know what they are yet. No, so how can they say that? Because Sajid Javid has said they will be divergence. Well, hang on. The point is, though, mm. that they already make two different kinds of cars, don't they? Yeah, one with a left-hand right. drive yeah. and one with a right-hand drive. What they're saying is it's not going to be worth their while. That's bollocks. So, is it? I don't believe that. I do not believe that. So Volvo yeah. are going to give up however many multi-millions of pounds worth of uh, yeah. revenue yeah. because, you know, so many... I mean, loads of people drive Volvos in this country. I know, but I think that Volvo are in trouble because I haven't seen... I think they are in trouble. Because they, they haven't... I don't think they've got an electric thing coming up. No, I don't think they have. And, I got rid I mean, of my and, huge diesel guzzler. Which was a Volvo. Uh, but by the way, mate... Did I you saw, have inside information, by the way? I was... No, I didn't know. But I was behind a taxi the other day hmm. and... I've never seen it in my life before. It sort of did it a belch in its exhaust, right? Really? And there was huge black smoke. Was it one out. of the new ones? No, 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 because the new ones are all new electric. New ones are electric. They don't so, make any noise at all. So this one did this sort of a huge black cloud came ah, out of the exhaust. Okay. And, but the, this was the frightening thing. Right. On the road mm. was about a kilogram of black soot. Really? Honestly. It was, I mean, that doesn't and you sound thought, good. my God, this is what we're all breathing in. Well, not no really. Wonder people, well, not it, really. Yes. It's probably a really old taxi. No, it wasn't. It was like. 10 years old or something like that. Yeah, but, but you're not really breathing that in, are no, you? No, but that... Well, if you think about it, what is happening in a combustion engine is we're burning fuel, right? Yeah. So if you take, I don't know, 60 litres of diesel right. Right, and just light it, yeah. it's going to take ages to burn, isn't it? And it's going to cause... It's going to be horrible. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what's going on every well, time you well, not go really. through a tank full no, of not diesel? not really, because, I mean, the cars now, with their catalytic converters and, yeah. their, and their sort of cleaner distribution of, of the way the fuel is done, I mean, like, every diesel car now that you buy has this ad blue, has stuff. This ad blue stuff right yeah. which supposedly makes it an awful lot cleaner yeah and so now that the emissions coming out of say my new car yeah are an awful lot better than if you got yeah. got your hands on a 20 year old land rover defender sure right or probably even a 20 year old range rover sport you know mm. so we have moved along well, with the you, times well i'll tell you one thing it it would be amazing if when we get to the point where everyone's driving electric cars which you would imagine would well, happen one day yeah but you know here's the, the, the question cities will be so much quieter cleaner Everything will they though? Much better. Yeah. People will get run over more because they won't know there's a car coming. I think they're going to have to make little sounds. Aren't Maybe they? they'll put some rotor blades on them. Yes. <laughs> so, so you know that uh, that no something's coming. coming. But here's the thing: the problem with that solution, right, is that it's not that green because you know how the batteries are completely and utterly deconstructible or yeah. indestructible, rather. Yeah. That you cannot ever 
lose the fact that you've got this horrible lithium battery which does not break down it can't be be recycled it's also mined out of a terrible place where there are usually children being sent down mines who are getting poisoned every single day that they work down there right not good and so um the 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 car itself still has to be produced yeah so it's not zero carbon because you're you need a factory to make your tesla you know So it's not I think necessarily I think that different. Vehicle sharing is going to have to be the way forward. Well, do you know, I was talking to a guy the other week who said something quite interesting, and he said that we will get to a point, and this might be more likely to be the case, where you basically don't have a car. Yeah. You just basically use a car when you want to. Yeah, well, we've so, got these zip cars in yeah, our streets. Right, yeah, and we've got very, those. very handy. Yeah. You've got a car, you just use it. Yeah, so, but you have to sign... I was going to do that once, I remember, before I had a, yeah. before I had a proper car, and they wanted something like 65 quid to sign oh, up. they don't want... They, I, I signed up to Zipcar for nothing. Really? And it's a tenner an hour to use a Ford Transit van. Yeah, that's Which good. is fantastic. That is good. Yeah. But, you know, so that, it, that might be more likely. Yeah. You know, because as it becomes more difficult, certainly in London to drive around it. I mean, I mm. very rarely drive in London mm. unless it's, you know, at the weekend or something, you know, or I'm going out of town because there isn't any point. Yeah. There's nowhere to park. If yeah. you can find somewhere to park, there's a pretty good chance to get a ticket. You've got to pay a congestion charge. Mm. You know, so all, if, if all of those things are meant to discourage me from driving, then it, it works. works yeah. But it doesn't work for everybody because certain people have to drive a van for a living. Yeah. Or drive a car for a living, you know. And I mean, we've I saw got the ultra low emission zone now. Well, well yeah. To... So some I mean... people are paying twenty five quid to drive a car. Into I London. know. Yeah. And imagine if your business is reliant upon that, and you've got I don't know ten vans. Yeah. That's two hundred fifty quid a day. And if you live in London, unlike the congestion charge, mm. there's no discount for the Ulez. So that's if true. You've got an old diesel car in London, and when I say old, it's like before twenty twelve. I think it's not that old. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like more than five yeah. years old. You, you're going to pay that £12.50 every single yeah. day until you change your car. And I can tell you, I mean, I used to have a really old, beaten-up old banger, which was a, it was a 2001 M-Class Mercedes, right? It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was really good, because I didn't care if I hit anybody in it. Yeah. Didn't care if, Perfect you know, London things were car. falling off. You didn't, yeah. care, what did you, just, you didn't care if you hit anybody Right, in well, it. meaning another, another, yeah, another car, car or, you know, a wall <laughs> or something like that. Because you scrape things. We used to, park yeah. it in, used yeah. to have to park it in Talk Sports' tiny little car park. Yeah which I scraped the hell out of my jag on, which cost me loads of money. Yeah. This thing, I never bothered. Yeah. But the smell of it when it was running was horrendous. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, if you put your face anywhere near the exhaust, you would have died. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad. I mean, it smelled like something had died up there. <laughs> I yeah. was once in Moscow, right? This is a funny story. <laughs> I was in Moscow, and we'd got absolutely hammered one night. And we went out uh, for breakfast the next morning with a fella called uh, Nick, who, uh, I forget his surname, but he ended up... He was the Channel 4 Moscow correspondent, oh, yeah. right? And he knew Moscow like the back of his hand. And in Moscow, there are no taxis, right? So really? Get, no, so get really? a lift in Mox- Moscow. So what have they got, then? You stick your hand out, right. and somebody pulls up and says, where do you want to go? That and you say, dodgy. I want to go to Red Square. He says, How right, do you okay. know that they're, like, licensed? No, no they're, they're not licensed. It's just a private... Oh, anybody, a private car, right. right? So that's how you get about. Right. And uh, so we stuck our... Oh, I'm amazed at that. Yeah, and this car comes up, this Skoda pulls right. up, right? And we get in it. And we go through this place called, I think it's Belarus Square, so right. nine lanes of traffic, right? right? Traffic jam. And I've got this massive hangover and the fumes, right? And I'm saying to Nick, I'm saying, Mike, I'm going to throw up in a minute. And he said, well, it's because they're still using leaded petrol, right. you know, and all of this business. And it's When I first moved to America, they were yeah. still using that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's getting worse and worse, right. this thing, right? And I said, Nick, honestly, I'm, I'm going to throw up. I've got to open the windows. Open the window, right? And suddenly, I noticed there was fumes coming out of the car. Right. right? 
And then I looked at the glove box and there was smoke coming out of the glove box. Dear God. And I pointed to the glove box and the driver opened it and the engine was on fire and there were flames <laughs> licking. There were, the bloody car was on Christ fire. Christ almighty. <laughs> so we got outside, the air was fine. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because yeah. I've actually seen somebody with a car like that. I was driving down the M4 one day and I used to live in the West Country and I used to be up and down the M4 all the time. And I was in the middle, I, I was sort of in the fast lane, I think, and I saw this car coming up really fast behind me, so I pulled into the middle lane. The guy drives past me and his dashboard was on fire. <laughs> I'm going, Christ alive. And he was obviously trying, trying to get, to get to... wherever it was he wanted to go and pull into the next service stop or something, you know, because that's the other thing. My God. I mean, we joke, we're not joking about it, but I mean, these, I mean, they didn't have them then, but this ridiculous idea of smart motorways, you know, yeah. where you've got a hard shoulder your... that sometimes isn't a hard shoulder. Who thought of that? Well, apparently it was some, I think it was uh, the idiot, um, what's his face, the former transport guy, Grayling. The idiot, uh, Chris Grayling. Chris Grayling. He, he literally couldn't, couldn't do anything. He couldn't yeah. even get his own name right. What a how idiotic plank. the guy is, right? But imagine that. So you've got a motorway where yeah. people are doing seventy miles an hour. Yeah. They don't know whether they can stop in the lane or not. Yeah. And if they do stop in the lane, there's a pretty good chance they get You're killed. Get rammed in the back. Just Terrible. unbelievable. Unbelievable idiocy. Yeah. Well, anyway, listen. It's this. This podcast has become very successful. Right, it I was think. started yeah. as an homage to the difference between leave and remain. Yeah, this is the last one we're doing before yeah. we leave. Yeah. So what are we going to do next week? I've no idea, but what I can say is that I have achieved my mission on this because I was determined to get you to talk for whatever it is, thirty-seven minutes, and uh-huh. not have to talk about bloody Brexit. That's true, and I've achieved it. We've pretty much achieved that, but so, I think we will talk about it again. I I'm don't sure think we, we can will. put it in a dustbin of history yet. Oh Christ, no! You know, but be- let's put it in its rightful place. And let's yes. try and make a success of life. And let's try and be happy and nice to each other. There you go. And, uh, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you think, how long do you think that's going to last? About six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we've come to the end of yet another podcast. We'll see you next week. See we are the Thought Police. See you out of the EU. Yeah, bye. Au revoir. It pisses down with rain, to be quite honest. Yeah, but you see, that's typical of the sort of Ramona <laughs> remark that you would make. I mean, if it's raining, yeah. I'm not going. Oh, it's as simple as that. Such is your commitment. Well, I, I mean, listen, I didn't vote for Brexit. Yeah. You know that. You know, I did not no, vote because I'm pure. you trading as a, as a no, pro-democracy. I've always, no, I've, I, well, blah, I'm pro-democracy. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah. I know that doesn't sit but well with you. by implication, you're saying everybody else is... Oh, do well, you know what, Mike? Let's, let's not go down that no. pro-democracy stuff. The, the pro-democracy stuff. No, the point is, no, everybody knows that I didn't vote yeah. for it, right? Yeah. However, so I'm not in, I'm not in any way a fanatic. Are you happy fanatic. it's happening, though? I am happy it's happening, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, I had a conversation last week with um, Alex Phillips, and uh, this week I had a conversation uh, with Belinda DeLucy, who's another MEP from the Brexit Party. And I think we now know an awful lot more, thanks to them, yeah. of what the EU is actually like. go through this place called, I think it's Belarus Square, so right. nine lanes of traffic, right? right? traffic jam, and I've got this massive hangover, and the fumes, right, and I'm saying to Nick, I'm saying, Mike, I'm going to throw up in a minute, and he said, well, it's because they're still using leaded petrol, right. you know, and all of this business. And it's When I first moved to America, they were yeah. still using that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's getting worse and worse, right. this thing, right? And I said, Nick, honestly, I'm, I'm going to throw up, I've got to open the windows, open the window, right? And suddenly, I noticed there was fumes coming out of the car. Right. right? And then I looked at the glove box, and there was smoke coming out of the glove box. Dear God. And I pointed to the glove box, and the driver opened it, and the engine was on fire, and there were flames <laughs> licking. There were, the bloody car was on Christ fire. Christ almighty. <laughs> so we got outside, the air was fine. 
What's the difference between a flying car and a plane? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.